the World Health Organization, we've talked about this quite a bit, are saying that one of the biggest threats to our existence is uh, the vaccination hesitancy that's going on right now. So we talk about these outbreaks that are going on with measles in Vancouver. And yesterday we had a doctor on to talk about the fact that these homeopathic tinctures or you know, I don't want to call them medicines. I'm I'm hesitant to even call them uh, cures. Are they, they're heralding themselves as as vault vaccine alternatives are not alternatives at all because they did a test on this and they found that they actually react exactly how the placebo does. They do nothing. The only way you can assure that you are vaccinated against diseases that once killed us is to get vaccinated. And I read this great article in the Toronto Star. Here's the headline if you want to have a little uh, look-see. Ontario failed to build a reliable vaccination tracking system and for now uses the honor system. It's a big star investigation. And here to talk about it, we are joined by uh, Dr. Vanita Duby, who is uh, with Toronto Public Health. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What's the current system in Ontario? What do we use to keep track of student vaccinations? Well, first of all, we have legislation in Ontario, which most provinces in Canada don't have. So we have the Immunization School Pupils Act. And with that legislation, it allows us to collect immunization records for students that attend schools in Ontario against nine diseases. And right now, uh, the immunization information is collected from parents and input into a provincial database called Panorama. But there are some flaws in this system, isn't there? Well, right now the system requires that parents report their vaccinations directly to public health. And so what happens is we send a notice typically to a parent saying your child has now passed seven years of age and requires all of their vaccinations, including the four to six booster, to be up to date. Is your child vaccinated? And if not, needs to be vaccinated. And if is vaccinated, please give us your record. And what we find is we're actually mostly collecting records. Parents have appropriately vaccinated their children, but have not let public health know because there isn't a natural link in the system to let public health automatically know. So that is definitely something that can be improved upon. Okay. And is there a problem with self-reporting? Because I hear it can be unreliable. You know, right now, when the legislation was first developed in the 1980s, it was always based on self-report. We now have the internet where parents can report vaccinations, but even previously, they would call in and read us what was on their yellow card, and we would input it. So it's definitely not um, ideal. The most ideal way to get vaccination records would be directly through healthcare providers, sending them directly to public health. Mm-hmm. What What is the... Uh What's the reason why public health needs accurate vaccination data? It's essential, apparently, to keeping us safe. Can you explain why? That's right. So we call them vaccine registries. And so if you think about, let's take a school, for example, and let's imagine that someone traveled um, and they got measles and they attended school, actually, when they were contagious. Well, we know that measles spreads rapidly. It spreads through sharing the air. And so in order to prevent measles from spreading in that school, We need to know everyone's vaccination record, and we need to know it really quickly. And so that's one really good example why we need to have really good vaccination records for every single student in that school to be able to make sure that we prevent the spread of outbreaks. 
But isn't it true that it's also essential for predicting a population's vulnerability to outbreaks, that, that public health actually does this and looks at the numbers, crunches them, and if they're accurate, they can say, okay, well, we're due for an outbreak or not. That's right. So if you take the example outside of the school and make it a broader community, um, or in our case, a, a big city, knowing what our coverage rates are, our vaccination coverage rates are in a population helps to know what our herd immunity is. And so we, we throw that term out. What does that mean? Well, we, another way to think of it is community immunity. And so it sets up a wall. Think of it as a wall around the city. And if we know that our vaccination rates are really high, well, we know then if diseases come into our community, they're less likely to spread because most of the people are protected. Right. Um, You just brought up wall. I immediately thought of Game of Thrones and how important that wall is. Um, The Star is reporting that the Liberals were uh, overly, they were overly confident in the computerized system, a reporting system that they developed in which they they later decided to scrap at a cost of $660,000 because it wasn't compatible with 12 other electronic record keeping systems within our uh, medical uh, system. And that they were prematurely so um, confident about this that they amended the Immunization of Public Schools Pupils Act. They removed uh, they, that uh, requirement that, that health care providers report immunization data to health officials. How important is it to bring this back? Right. So the legislation has been put on pause recently. I think what's what's important is that we need to have the technology available. And I think people can see that technology is moving at a really quick pace. And so it's hard for people to understand why the the record that's in your doctor's electronic medical record, why cannot why can't that easily be transferred into public health's electronic database? And those are the things that are being worked on behind the scenes. Though that connection is what is required. And then the legislation to follow to say, yes, doctors, please send your vaccination records. Every time you vaccinate a child, an infant, and even an adult, consider send it directly to public health so that it's in public health database. And so what we need is those electronic linkages and we need that technology available to be able to do that. Sure, we need the computer systems to be able to talk to each other. It, it's a no-brainer and this is what frustrates people. You know, it's our money. We're paying people to use it in a way that makes sense. And then you find out that these computer systems can't talk to each other. It's frustrating. Uh, Ontario's eHealth is working on a new system. As you mentioned, the uh, Ford government put it on hold. If you were to give advice to the PCs, what would you like them to do right this time with the record keeping where um, records of vaccination are concerned? I would love to see Ontario having a true vaccine registry. And this has been talked about on the national level. And particularly for our province, let's have all vaccines that have been given, that even have ever been given, that will be given in the future, recorded in one database that the public, that a patient can access their own record, that their healthcare provider can access the record, and that public health can also access the record. This will not only help us prevent outbreaks, it will make sure that we're not over-vaccinating individuals. It will also help us keep track if someone gets a serious reaction. Well, let's check and see what vaccine they got. Let's make sure that there's no problem with our vaccine safety system, for example. It has a lot of benefits and something that requires uh, a lot of effort. Thank you so much for joining us, Dr. Dubé. It's it's a pleasure to have you on the show. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Cheers.